0: Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Wow, i feel good. James Brown, the godfather of soul. Of course, we always use that music to bring in the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant, a.k.a. the war husband of Patricia Stitch Merchant. How are you this morning, sir, and how's the Godmama? Mama? Uh, we're doing good,
1: uh, Pedro. And, um, by the way, I don't know if I ever told you that I saw James Brown in a performance in a in a, on a Paris street outside of the center of Paris, and there were people, including us, hanging from the trees and from um, buildings and so on, listening to James Brown in Paris. Did you, did you know he was a boxer of sort? <sighs> I didn't really know that. Well, I I'm joking, Godfather. What I'm, joking, God, God, I'm trying to say people. is he knocked
0: out Tammy Terrell about 15 or 20 times. He was a singer with Motown. He was a very violent man. I mean, I, I met him one time in Oakland, California. I was backstage and got to watch him go out on the stage and do his thing, but he wasn't a great human being.
1: Well, there, there are not a lot of us who are, but it doesn't excuse that kind of behavior. Exactly.
0: Um, questions for Larry Merchant. What, the preps, I, I get these, and, and I and I forget them during the week. But when you did an HBO show, um, I if I don't feel butterflies before I do this show, if I didn't have butterflies before every fight that I had, um, I didn't one time, and I got licked like a stamp. Um, but um, I'm not on I'm not on par. I'm not there. Is that the way it was with you? Did you feel butterflies each time that the show went on?
1: No, never. Wow. The last time I had butterflies is when uh, I was playing high school football and I was kicking off, and uh, I had some, you know, a little bit of anxiety before a game started, but uh, I'm not much of a butterfly guy.
0: Okay. Um, Don King, the world's greatest promoter with an asterisk next to that, um, had a show on Friday night in Godfather.
1: Um, it wasn't worth stealing not shocked uh is he in physical the kind of physical health that could uh energize one of his mediocre shows uh no 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 or is this just a thing by people around him we're not talking mediocre
0: we're not talking we, we now if it was mediocre i'd say oh yeah it was a mediocre show well, no, no no it wasn't mediocre it was piss poor and that's the best way i could describe it i mean um, I, I just I couldn't believe it. I mean, he pulled out, He pulled off some scams where he convinced the WBA by not taking Manuel Char over here from Germany. He wouldn't give Manuel Char a contract, so without a contract, he couldn't get a visa to get on a plane. So he couldn't get on a plane to leave Germany. He can't come over to the United States and fight. So what did King do? King had him semi stripped and had a, a a vacant interim title put together. I mean, he's just it's KGO Don King to an extent, but you know, the results aren't there. In other words, there was no excitement. It was a battle of the breasts. In other words, one guy was like 38D, and the other guy was 48F.
1: Well, Don King uh, had an extraordinary career, but uh, I think it's uh, not just the old bad King, it's the dead Don King as far as promoting is concerned.
0: Okay, moving on to another um, a subject. Canelo Alvarez, of course, going to have that that fight in um, February, of course, against the uh, the number one WBC contender, and then he's going to fight with Billy Joe Sanders in in May, and then it looks like he's going to fight the guy that won last night, the Calib who won last night. Um, I mean the Calib, the young man that won last night against Calib. So what I'm trying to say is. I'm getting all this heat from Mexican fans, and I get it through Hector Martinez because he's into the Mexican media this and that, and they, they're they really dogging Canelo. They think Canelo should fight guys like Charlo and maybe Triple G again and stuff like that. They want to see real fights. They're tired of seeing this, this Eddie Hearn uh, promotion where Eddie gets one guy from across the pond and one guy over here, and he's able to pimp both sides
1: for, 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 for viewers. Well, isn't Saunders uh, one of the opponents, and he's a guy – in his early 30s, who's never been beaten?
0: Mm, this this is true. I mean, I'm not... I mean,
1: to... what's wrong with that? Okay, granted. From... I, 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 I'm going to tell you something. Uh-huh. Uh, when Henry Armstrong and Sherry Robinson, back in their days, they didn't fight the top guy every time. And that was a time when uh, money was scarce, and they had to fight a lot to live a lot. Uh I am very excited about Canelo's plan to fight three or four times next year. Uh, if that's every three months, that's a big deal. Maybe it will inspire other top fighters to fight more. But if I know that Canelo is fighting every three or four months and I have something to look forward to, I think that's a really good thing for boxing. So, so, I so, think so. There, there, you know, there are guys out there. You should fight like Charlo and like uh, um, uh, I forget who. But um, maybe they're demanding too much money. Maybe the promoters want stuff that they're not going to get. I don't know. Okay. Uh, but I'm glad that uh, Canelo was going to be out there. And once wants to be great, and maybe he's answering the, the cries of the, his people to fight more, but uh, I think it would be a great thing for the comeback of boxing after the pandemic that he has fought three or four times in a year.
0: Mm, good point, Larry. Merch is our guest, who we was talking about the pound for pound king Canelo Alvarez, one speed man from Mexico. Of course, he WBA, Wb everything as far as 168 pounds current, except for that WBO belt held by the aforementioned Billy Joe Sanders. Um, how can I put this. I, I guess, I guess Mexican fans want want more blood and guts, huh?
1: I think Canelo is of the the new generation of Mexican fighters. A lot of them have fought in the U.S., mm-hmm. and they don't ignore boxing anymore. <laughs> they, they, there are very few guys who come along who can be uh, Chavez, and um, maybe Chavez spoiled them. There were other fighters who were, were great at the drama of boxing, and from Mexico... But the times have changed, and uh, Canelo was an indication that uh, that whatever trade agreements we have with Mexico is working out very well in the boxing world.
0: <laughs> okay, and some people think NAFTA isn't working, but the Godfather says it is. Um, you have a pleasant Sunday, you and the Godmama. Have a great day, and I will talk to you soon, sir. I thank you for your time each and every week. God bless you, Larry.
1: Thank you, and don't, don't drive uh, down Highway 1.
0: Okay, good enough. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. The coast is falling in here in California. Parts of the coast are falling into the ocean. That's what Larry was talking about there. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. I've got open phone lines. you want to join me, you can one 800 878 7529 That's one 800 878 7529 And check this out. If you're watching us via uh, twitch.tv, I will send you one of these pictures if you give us your name and address. And on the flip side is Muhammad Ali and me. And then uh, wait, there we go. Wait, wait hey, there it is. And then on the other side this is just me. Bottom line is you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. baby, baby, baby,
1: baby, baby. Baby, baby, I got the-